Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, one of my favorites is back for another season of Talking Minnesota Wild Hockey. Her name is Jessie Pierce, NHL.com, Barb Down Beauty's podcast. And Jesse, I'm so happy to have you be back a part of the show. Well, you, you never left. Uh, let's just go ahead and just put that out there. And, and, and to be honest, like NHL hockey is not the only thing that you cover. Uh, you cover all hockey. You do uh, Vikings coverage as well. So I, I appreciate you uh, giving me um, all sorts of time here on WCCO. Before the record, I just hope that I don't have to beat somebody up tonight. I might have to choke out Josh Wheeler if he ever hangs up on you again. That's just not, I mean, that's just not a thing in my world. I mean, yeah, it's like, what's going on here? What was that about? I'm just, I don't know. I must have said something wrong. Who knows? I was sitting there patiently waiting to talk with you, and Josh was like, nah, we're not going to do this yet. But right. just kidding. I don't know. It could, it could be our weird internet connection up here on the east side. I know you west side folks think that, uh, us Eastsiders don't get internet and stuff. Maybe that's it. <laughs> that's <laughs> all right, before we get into uh, Minnesota Wild Hockey and just expectations and outlook on the season and all that fun stuff, uh, how was the summer with the kids? That was nice. I mean, it, it's, you know, it's there are worse times to have an off season, right? And the summer is not one of them. There were lots of vacations, lots of lake time, lots of outdoor time. Uh, and needless to say, I fully enjoyed the time away from cold rinks, at least for a couple months there. All right, so uh, another thing that you should know about, because you are proudly from the east side, you're you're proudly you know on the St. Paul side, um, you have seen, I'm sure by now, or heard about the Henry Lake cake, have you not? Yes. I have. All right, so when so when you when you when are you when are you getting the kids some cake? I mean, I'll get the kids some. I just I hate cake. We had this discussion last year. I think uh, it's it's not one of my favorite desserts, but I will get the kids some Henry Lake cake. Well, see, that's the you, thing. But, but, but that's the thing. All kids love cake. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> like. I'm like. I'm not like the biggest cake fan in the world. You know, I'm an ice cream lover. But like, yeah. when you're a kid, though, you love cake. And this is pretty delicious. All right. I trust you. I will. I will take them and I will share with you their reviews and critiques. And, and I've heard good things. I've seen only good things about it. So All right. All I'm right. expecting Supreme. All right. Sounds good. All right. So let, let's get to uh, the Minnesota Wild. Oh, no, no. Before we even get to the Minnesota, I got one other non-wild <laughs> uh, um, um, question. 
but you're a Minnesotan, and I got to ask you, how invested are you and how much fun are you having watching the Minnesota Twins? I think I believe. I am very scared to say that my mom a couple years ago gifted me an official 1987 World Series championship sweatshirt, which I've always loved, been super excited to wear. It's just been hard to wear lately. You know, it's like, oh, gosh, I want that back again. And now I'm very excited. There is something special about this team, which I hate saying. As Minnesota sports fan, we hate saying that, right? Like, there's something different because every year you find out that it's not that different. But you know what? Let's go. Let's let's roll it in. Uh, baseball in October, kind of fun. Well, you, you cover you cover sports, right? Like, you attend games and all the other stuff. Do you watch it as a family, though, too? Because, like, as a single guy, you know, I'm used to watching it by myself or going to games uh, you know, in terms of like for work, but do you watch it as a family? Um, a little bit. If we had ESPN, you know, that whole streaming situation makes it a little bit challenging for us, but, uh, the kids are kind of into it. They're very into the Vikings right now. That's kind of their thing is Vikings. So Vikings, we watch as a family on Sunday, much to my husband's appreciation because that's what he wants to do on Sunday afternoons. Uh, baseball, they're hit and go. The boys have each gone to, uh, twins games and saints games, but, Eventually down the road, I can I can see that being a family affair. I got you. Well, we know that uh, you love the Minnesota Wild. You love hockey. Um, I, I I mean I I'm, I I love hockey not as much as you do um, <laughs> because you're well versed in hockey. But let's talk about the Minnesota Wild. Uh, the 2023-24 season is about to begin this Thursday against Florida. I guess what are reasonable expectations for Wild fans out there? I mean, it'll be a fun season. I, you know, I hate to say just fun, but it will be. It'll be kind of fun. You still have Kirill Kaprizov, who is going to dazzle. You've got Mark Andre Fleury and Philip Gustafson back in that. You're returning a lot of these players that fans have come to know and love, which is a good thing, but also presents its challenges in the win column. I think a little bit. You know, guys are getting a little bit older. Um, you've got some young guys who are coming in for the first time. Guys like Marco Rossi. Um, you're looking at guys like Connor Dewar, who is expected to have an expanded role. Brock Faber back on the defense, another young player. Um, so it'll be a little bit of up and down, I think. But that's also because, as we've talked at length about on this show, and as I'm sure everyone's heard, the Minnesota Wild are broke, right? There's no money to do a whole lot of changing, not any big splashes of signings or anything like that. So these next two years are going to be tough for the Minnesota Wild and tough for Bill Guerin and, and tough for the fans. But all in all, I think Minnesota will still do well, they will still make the playoffs. Um, it just not might not be as, you know, exciting and strong of a year as they've had uh, maybe the past two seasons or so. Talking to Jesse Pierce, NHL.com, and the Bar Down Beauties podcast here on The Lake Show on News Talk, 830-WCCO. Um, look, I was at the Twins. Um, which game was it? It was, oh, the closeout game against the Toronto Blue Jays last week. And they do this celebrity lookalike thing up on the uh, the big the big board there, and so they had all these different people that look like these different singers or actors, whatever. And then they put up the picture of Kirill, and then they and then he's actually in the building, and the place goes nuts. Everybody goes crazy. That just speaks to how much Minnesotans love this young kid. How much more I get? How much better do you think he can get this season from what we've seen the first couple of seasons here in Minnesota? I mean, it sounds crazy to say that he can get better, but he can. I mean, he does it all. He's a guy that comes in hungrier each and every year. I mean, he is a guy that did not want to get bounced 
in the first round of the playoffs, much like every other player on that team, but him especially, uh, a player that was also hurt. He was pretty banged up. Remember, he had missed the end of the regular season, and he felt like he didn't perform up to the best level that he could. So with that being said, he's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder this year. So I think you're going to see really exciting things from him. I think you're really going to see him force this Minnesota Wild team to step up and take another uh, big leap in their advancement and, and find some more success. So I'm excited. I have no doubt that he can minimally do what he's done the past two seasons, but I still think there's there's more to him that'll be really great for the Minnesota Wild fan base. You know, Philip Gustafson was he was awesome last year. He really was. Uh, it was it was tough to watch at times with Mark Andre Fleury, but man, he's 38. Like, how do you view our goalie situation? Because I think that a lot of people just kind of think that Gustafs is going to take uh, another positive step forward, but you never know how things kind of shake out. But where are we at with our goalie situation? Yeah, I mean, I think it's in a, a good place. The past two seasons, you saw a very 50-50 tandem, and that obviously goes back to even Cam Talbot and Marc-Andre Fleury before Philip Gustafson last year. Um, I think Gustafson, being the younger goaltender, being a player that – definitely proved himself last year. He'll probably eat up the lion's share of the net. I think you'll see less of a 50-50 split and maybe more of a 70-30. Again, that'll a lot of that depends on Marc-Andre Fleury and how he feels. I mean, certainly he is a, you know, a player with this pedigree of championships and winning and uh, no question a Hall of Famer. But like you said, 38, it's a little I'm 36 and I can barely get out of bed. I cannot imagine being an NHL goaltender. Wait, wait, wait. wait. You're 36? <laughs> I'm a little, I'm 36. Yeah. Oh, she's such a baby. I know. She's I such know. a baby, man. We're all Mark Andre Fleuriol at 38. What do we do? <laughs> That's funny. I know, right? But no, I mean, I, I do. I think there's that health, and, and Mark Andre Fleury is coming into the season, the final year of his contract with Minnesota, where he admits, "I'm mulling in retirement." He's going to see how his body feels, see how he mentally feels, see if he can still play this game. Um, but either way, whether he plays a lot or not, he still is such a great role model for the young players on the scene, such a great influence for Philip Gustafson and for Jesper Velstead, who is waiting in the wings down in Iowa. I don't think you'll see Velstead up here at all, even if there are injuries, because they really want to be careful and be patient with him. But it puts the Minnesota Wild in good goaltending hands, knowing that he is next in line and there should be no issues there. So I'm harsh on the goalies, but I kind of, for the first time, have a little bit of faith in the tandem we got. All right, so give me an X-Factor player for the Minnesota Wild. Who who is somebody that maybe uh, the average fan doesn't necessarily think about, but you're like, this person could be somebody that will surprise? Um, You know, the easy one there is Marco Rossi. However, I do think the Minnesota Wild fan base, because Minnesota hockey fans are very smart, are well aware of the important X-Factor that he is. But he really is the guy. He's a former first-round pick, excuse me, four-year Minnesota Wild, a guy that hasn't really proven himself at the NHL level and they need him to. It's kind of a make-or-break season for him. And he's a player that plays center, the uh, position for the Minnesota Wild that has lacked depth for years. So really, they need him to perform well. They need him to take that next step and prove that he was worthy of being the ninth selection for the Minnesota Wild a couple years ago. Uh, As far as unknown players, I do think Freddie Goudreau has a little bit left to be desired. He's kind of always muddled down there. And Patrick Maroon. I think Patrick Maroon is not a player that's going to give you a whole lot beyond the physical standpoint, but he does have that words of wisdom, which Bill Guerin loves. He's the guy that can be very vocal in the locker room, a no BS type of guy, which I think is really something very important, especially when you've got a team that is full of young players looking to find their way. A guy like Patrick Maroon can really make a difference. 
Jesse, you are the absolute uh, best. I appreciate your time this evening. I look forward to talking to you uh, over the course of this NHL season. And uh, I'll try to get to uh, the wild when I can. But, you know, I got a very busy schedule Monday through Friday being stuck here from 6 to 9 every night. But I love it. I love my job. Yeah. Hey, anytime. I always appreciate you. We'll catch up soon. You know it. Absolutely. That's Jesse Pierce, NHL.com and the Bar Down Beauties podcast joining us here on The Lake Show. All right, coming up next, let's get to a scoreboard. Not a ton going on. Uh, We do got uh, Monday night football, but uh, we'll have some fun with it. We'll do that next year on the lake. All right, thanks again to Jesse Pierce for being a part of the show tonight. The same way as Thad Levine and Kerry Sutherland. Appreciate it. It's that time of the show, though. Whether it's one game, two games, not many games. We'll find enough things to talk about, but it's time for a scoreboard here on the Lake Show. Um, and I know there's not a ton of stuff going on. We do have some Monday Night Football. We do have some, uh, what do we have? We have some Major League Baseball postseason stuff, whatever. So let, let's let's get into uh, the scoreboard tonight and see what's, uh, what's up on the docket. Let's do it, shall we? Hang on, let me get this up here. All right. Looking at the NL, NL's in action today, Arizona mm-hmm. Diamondbacks. Uh, they are currently up 3-0 on the Los Angeles Dodgers, 3-0. Wait, 3-0 already? Top of the first. Two outs in the Man. inning. Diamondbacks off to a hot start. The, the second favorite to win the entire thing is the L.A. Dodgers. They're like the second favorite. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, uh, looks like uh, I can pull. Up, I'm going to pull up the play by play real quick here just to see what the uh, events have been. So uh, walk, that's crazy, man. One single to third. Carroll went to second. Uh, then the single to left. Marte to second. Carroll to third. And then there was the sack fly to center. So we, they got a score there. And then uh, just kind of small ball. They're playing the small ball to get the scores here early on in the game. Top of the first uh, with that one. And then uh, you and I just talked here in the break. Braves all the way back, five to four. And you guys got to see this final play. The final play, Castellanos. So 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 Philly was up early, three nothing. Then Atlanta comes storming back. Atlanta is up by one. It's the top of the ninth. Bryce Harper is on first, and when Castellanos hit it, it looked like it was going out. I think Ronald Cunha Jr. is the player that that made the play. At the wall, yeah, catches it. They double off Bryce Harper. He was not able to get back in time. Yeah, and that's the ball game. Wow, how? I mean, think about that. How to end a game on that? That's, that's crazy, dude. That is crazy. And I think, to be honest, out of all the playoff series, that's the one that intrigues me the most. You have the Bryce Harper factor in Philly, plus you have, um. Uh, you know, not my relative, but uh, Mr. Wheeler in play as well. And then you have uh, Atlanta, the Atlanta. You Zach? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you have uh, Atlanta Braves who are just on a complete tear. I mean, obviously. Uh, but that series that, is I even fi- at one. It's even at one. But yeah. I figured for sure they would be up by two. Uh, if there was a team to be up by two, it would be those, uh, be Atlanta. And then uh, obviously you have the AL tomorrow, which. Uh, Twins actually have to fi- uh, figure out what the uh, scenario is for Wednesday based on how the uh, 
Orioles and Rangers game goes tomorrow. I believe I believe it's if the Rangers sweep, we play, I want to say, at 1. And then if the Rangers lose to Baltimore, we play at 7 on Wednesday. So it kind of – it's a big teeter-totter factor. Wait, wait, say as, that one more time for the listening audience. Let, if well, the Rangers sweep. Correct. Let me. I'm going to pull up the email real quick here so I can get this uh, get this right the first time. One second here. So uh, if Baltimore wins tomorrow against Texas, the Twins game will be at 12 p.m. pregame, 1 p.m. first pitch on Wednesday. If Texas wins tomorrow and sweeps Baltimore, the Twins game will be at 5 p.m. pregame, 6 p.m. first pitch on Wednesday. So Got you. Big difference as far as day game, whether you're watching it during the lunch hour on Wednesday or if you're actually going to be home in time to watch it. So, um it's a big factor in that. Of course, Twins play tomorrow. Uh, pre-game starts at 2, first pitch at 3 o'clock. And then uh, we're looking at the uh, Monday Night Football right on our screens here. Uh, Green Bay Packers out in Las Vegas. Vegas, we're, your second home. Vegas, yeah, exactly. Uh, Vegas up 10-3, to 3, though, on the Packers. I didn't I didn't see this one coming, but they are. Uh, They're the favorite yeah, in the game. Yeah. They're favored by two. I see that. I see that. Uh, Raiders are up 10 to three Garoppolo uh, 85 yards, one touchdown so far. And it's kind of been a small ball kind of game so far. We're, we're early. It's still only second quarter, almost halftime. Uh, but yeah, Packers down 10 to three currently. And that's pretty much it for, for sports that I got right now, as far as the scoreboard. Yeah. There's not a whole, not a whole lot, lot going on yeah. there. The WNBA finals, Game one was yesterday. I know Las Vegas ended up defeating the New York Liberty. I think that's going to be a great series. Yeah, Liberty kind of blew it, didn't they? They kind of they kind of started out strong and light. light I didn't see it. Okay. I was at the, I was at the People Stadium. Okay. Yeah, it's but true. It's but true. I, but I do know that that was one of those situations where the Liberty did have a lead early, but yeah. then I mean, yeah, it's the Aces, the Aces, <laughs> and they have home court. Yes, yeah, but it'll be a good series. Yes, I think it's going to be a really really good series. Yeah. So now Atlanta has won for the evening 5-4 to four over Philadelphia. Like you mentioned, the Diamondbacks lead the Dodgers mm-hmm. 3 nothing. They yep. have just uh, went into the bottom of the first. Tomorrow, Twins, 3-0-7 start uh, against the Houston Astros. And tomorrow night, Texas, 7-0-3 start against the Baltimore Orioles. And, and Texas, by the way, they can finish it off at home. They're going to get two cracks. Yeah to finish this off at home. Think about that. And this is what I told everybody during the course of the year. I ain't afraid of Baltimore. No. I don't no. care if they're the number one. Who's afraid of Baltimore? No. I'm not. You don't go from being one of the worst teams in baseball to being one of the best teams and not have some sort of mortality to your off, to your, to your game. Every team has a flaw. Correct. The Dodgers are the second favorite to win it all, and they are on the brink of elimination. Yeah. yeah That's they, how it they, is. They have been... An embarrassment so far in this series, it's been it's been rough for them. I I, I can't say I feel bad though. Yep. Texas Texas is they see that's the thing with them though they finished the season strong, so they 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 had they're the rolling. momentum coming into this series. So they're they're just they they keep on rolling. They're rolling. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. Take a look at the local weather, and then for the final part of this show, we have not talked for one second about Vikings football, and we're going to do that next year on The Lake Show. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ah, Taylor. You let your boy down. I wanted the circus. I wanted Taylor Swift at U.S. Bank Stadium supporting her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey. Well, have we confirmed that it's boyfriend-girlfriend, or have we just said they're exploring? It's the public assumption, I think. Guilty by association. I I feel like they haven't. Neither one of them have have come out and said they're officially dating. No. What if they're just super friend zone and they're just, you know, doing this for the the bit? I mean, they could be. Which wouldn't surprise me. Would you do it for the bit? I would. Oh, yeah. Duh. And it has nothing to do with money. Everybody's like, oh, she doesn't need the money. I promise you, she's not doing it for the money. She's she's going she along with it. She's money. going along with She gets the bit. She's going along with it. Man. I I, I just I, I wanted her to come yeah. to, to, to US Bank Stadium. Same. But the but the bottom line is if you're a Vikings fan, you need to just if 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 you've had faith, hashtag faith. Yeah. I, I'm Look, they're not good. They're not good. They're one in four, and they beat the worst team in the NFL, the Carolina Panthers. They're let me repeat that. They're one in four, and they beat the worst team in the NFL, the Carolina Panthers. So what does that make us? One of the worst teams in the league. Yep. And by the way, next Sunday, they're facing the Chicago Bears team without Potentially Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Now, now we haven't gotten any official update about the hamstring and how bad it is, but the headline on ESPN is that they're not going to rush him back. They want this. This is it from Kevin Seifert. Vikes won't rush Jefferson back. Want him a hundred percent. That tells you everything you need to know. So. The season, I think, is over. Without question, the season's over. There's no getting to the postseason at 1-4. and four. Not when you have no. as many flaws as the Vikings. Yeah. The schedule, let's just go over the next month. Bears, winnable, but we'll see. 49ers, <laughs> not winnable. That's a Monday night game. Yeah. 
that should be flexed out of Monday night. Packers, they're losing at the Raiders right now. Okay, whatever. The Falcons, I don't know what to make of them. I don't think they're great. No. But we'll see. The only team in the South that's good right now is the Bucks. It's pretty clear. Saints are terrible. The 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 Derek Carr experiment, I think, is it's running low. It's not working. No, the Saints are terrible. The Saints? <laughs> they lost to the Bucks. They're obviously not good better than the Bucks right now. Did you see what they did yesterday? I did not. They beat the New England Pacers thirty four nothing. Okay. The the beat down, worn out Mac Jones led Patriots. Yeah, but they also got Alvin Kamara back too. Okay, I, the that Saints, helps. That helps. The Saints aren't that bad of a team, okay. I don't think. Top the, will tell. Let me let me let me take a look here. The Saints are three and two. Mm-hmm. Let's see who they've played. The Saints, they beat Tennessee, they beat Carolina, they lost to the Packers, they lost to the Bucks, and thirty four zero to New England. Yeah, that's that's a tough that's a tough loss. Man, Bill Belichick's about to get fired. <laughs> yeah. If I was Bill, I might just retire at the end of this year. I would have retired the minute Tom Brady said I'm out. <laughs> nah, he he felt like it was not Tom, it was him. Oh. And right now, everybody's like, dude, <laughs> you got to get out of town. Yeah. So, you know, with the Vikings, though, is there anybody out there that has faith in, in the Minnesota Vikings? Because I have none. I'm a Vikings fan, but I'm a Vikings realist. Yeah. The Vikings are done. They're washed. They're cooked for this year. And I would not run Justin Jefferson out there if he's nowhere near close to 100%. No. It just doesn't make any sense. Like and, you, 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 he, he, he is your franchise. And you and kind of alluding to what you said just a little bit ago, you barely beat. Now, all due respect to Bryce Young. He's a young kid. He's learning the system. He doesn't have a whole lot of help there in Carolina. It's him you and Adam ba- You barely lost. <laughs> you, you barely beat them. They're so bad. Bryce Young was running circles because he had no idea where he was on the field. He and wasn't pe- aware. And, and, and people are like, um, well, Carolina, they scored a defensive touchdown against. We scored a defensive touchdown against them. <laughs> so what are you talking about? It evens out. Yeah. The Vikings. But what did I say? But Josh, you've worked this show long enough. Yep. What did I say coming into the season? The Vikings were not going to be good. And you also pointed out this defense was not going to be just flip of a switch. Just because you got a good defense coordinator, he needs players. (laughs) Brian Flores has not, all of a sudden, no longer does he know anything about defense. You got to have talent, man. Yeah. You have to have talent. And by the way, real quickly, I want to say happy birthday to Ashton from North Branch. Happy birthday, Ashton. He's eight. Eight. That's awesome. Eight years old. Do, do I got eight-year-olds listening to, to the Lake Show? I got the dump button ready if you do. I guess I do. <laughs> You're not dumping me. I'm not going to say anything inappropriate. I'm saying happy birthday to Ashton. Happy birthday, buddy. Absolutely. Right. But, but I saw this coming. Yeah. Right now. Let me read you a few uh, – well, let me read you this. I'm just going to say these names. And you say yay or nay. 
Jordan Addison. Yeah, he's actually done good. Makai Blackman. Yay. Jay Ward. Nay. Um, Jaqueline uh, Roy. Yay. What? Like, no. Some spots. Some no. spots. No. All right. Jaron Hall. Ooh, no. Nay. Dwayne McBride. Nay. Okay. Let's go even further. Let's go to the initial. You're setting me up for TJ, aren't you? No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, Louisine. Nay. Andrew Booth Jr. Nay. Ed Ingram. Nay. Brian Asamoah. I'm talking about this year. I ain't talking about no, nothing no, no, about last you, year. This you. year. Ingram's bottom of the barrel. So, uh, Asamoah, I'd probably give a yay. This year? I don't know. I, I like Some of it's optimism, too. Like some of it's No, like, no, no. Uh, As of right okay, now, all right, all right, who's nay. playing well? Nay. A Caleb Evans? Nay. My point is this. Outside of Ty Chandler... And Jordan Addison. Yeah. We've done nothing in the last couple of drafts. <laughs> That's on Quasi. Yeah. I'm going to continue to pound that, drill it home, until guys start showing that they can do something. Ed Ingram is terrible. Yeah. Terrible. And, and, and the Lewis scene, that leash is way too short right now. Like, that is, it's not working. Andrew Booth Jr., man. Yeah. Now they text it back and say that they missed it. How'd you miss it? And I just said it, and you text me. <laughs> Happy birthday, Ashton. Who turns eight in North Branch. Happy birthday. I hope that if they missed that one, it, I'm sorry, it ain't happening no more. <laughs> Happy birthday, buddy. Reach your birthday quota. <laughs> I, the Minnesota Vikings, man. I think I'll say this to every Vikings fan out there. Get used to being depressed on Mondays. Can, can I just tell you the one constant that I don't think is being thrown around, thrown around enough right now? You can't really blame Kirk Cousins. You can't. No. I he's, will say. He's I, been the one constant, and they pointed. He's been okay. And, and he ain't Dave, been great. Dave, is, Dave Schwartz pointing this out on DeRussia today, too. You can tank for Caleb all you want. You need somebody to protect these guys. No you, question. You pointed out. You pointed this out on Twitter beginning of the season, and it's happened every game for Minnesota. Kirk is going to get killed. Yeah, he's going to get killed. He's getting drilled. And every if there's game no holes not... for Alexander Madison to run through, it doesn't matter. Yeah, offensive yeah. line's been trash. Yeah, no, Kirk is not. When we talk about the list of problems with the Minnesota Vikings, Kirk's not on that list. Yeah, Kirk Cousins is not the reason why the Vikings aren't good. I will say this though: that final play of the game, dude, just throw the ball up in the air. Yeah. I, I get it that the offensive line, you got defensive linemen bearing down on you. You can't hold it. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not taking gold bars in your wallet to the grave with you. Just toss it up in the air. I don't Chuck care if it's there. You did that with uh, TJ Hawkinson at the end of the year last year against the Giants. You just threw it like a, a, a five yard out. Yeah. <laughs> Check down pass right here. Yes. Yeah. Short of the sticks. Yeah. Just toss it up in the air. I don't care. If nobody in the world is going to catch it, I don't care if it's a turnover, if it's a pick, 
Just toss it. You cannot. You can't take a sack. It wasn't a problem last year when we were winning games miraculously at the last second. So I don't see why that's an issue this year. It's not happening for the for the Vikings. No. That's why every 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 Minnesotan should be all in on the Twins. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Final segment is next. All right, the final segment here at the Lake Show News Talk eight three zero WCCO. Quick update. Even though the uh, the Minnesota Vikings lost yesterday, hopefully it'll be a, a a decent to fair NFL weekend. If the Packers lose, Packers currently are losing to the Las Vegas Raiders ten to three. So they're about to kick off the second half here. So we'll see how things shake out with them. Hey, uh, reminder and, and thanks again to Kerry Sutherland for being on the show um, earlier. There is a pickleball event, a celebrity pickleball event, uh, a fundraiser uh, supporting Boulder Options and uh, Twin Cities Youth. Um, And it's put on by the Lifetime Fitness uh, Foundation, or Lifetime Foundation, rather. Um, Check this out. You get a chance to play with a celebrity. It's going to be an awesome time. Um, 100% of the event proceeds directly will fund Boulder Options' vital work providing wellness-based mentoring for middle school youth. It's taking place October 22nd uh, at 1 p.m. That's next weekend, not this weekend, but next weekend uh, at Lifetime in St. Louis Park. Make sure that you register uh, for that event. It will be a lot of fun. I, quite honestly, I have to be transparent and honest with you guys. I'm honest with you every time I'm on the radio. But I still have not play pickleball yet. And I know that Natalie Bushoff from Lifetime is listening to the show right now. She's probably like, Henry, we've talked about this already. I know, Natalie, I know. But you know who has played pickleball? WCCO Radio's Vanita Sakar. And she's going to be in this. She's going to be in this. So it'll be interesting. I'm going to text Vanita after the show and be like, uh, so I see you're playing pickleball. Unfortunately for me, because I know that Carrie had asked me to be a part of it, um, I can't be um, at this event. I wish that I could be. I am going to be out of the state. I'm going to be attending uh, memorial services for my uncle who passed away. But I wish I could be there. Chef David Fema is going to be there. Chef Justin Sutherland is going to be there. Chris Humphreys. Chris Humphreys is going to be there. This is going to be fun. Have you ever played pickleball? Love it. I you're, played you're pickleball. Lying. I played. You're I, lying. No, I played pickleball. Really? Five years ago, before it was a real thing, and I didn't realize how expensive it was to buy the equipment that goes. It's expensive. It's it's pricey. I mean, I don't know what Henry Lake expensive is. So different level of expensive compared. No, to, no, 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 no. So, I'm not talking about. I, I'm I'm a cheapskate. I'm just saying it doesn't have to be this person expensive. Is it, is it expensive? We're, we're talking like hundreds of dollars for paddles. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. So, like, looking at it right now, if you go, like, if you look, just search. Oh, know. no, I see a paddle right here for 60 bucks. It's still a lot of money. I'm seeing I a, get a I tennis see a, racket for less than that. I see a paddle here for, for 30 bucks. Yeah, but you're probably on Craigslist or something. No, it's on Amazon. <laughs> okay, of course. What's wrong with Amazon? Yeah. How do you think Jeff Bezos made his money? Selling you ripping books. on Amazon Selling now? Selling books to the Minneapolis library. 
I am going to go to the library. No lie. I'm going to go to the library. I need pictures. I need, twi- I need tweets. Oh, no. Packers got a pick. That's the Josh McDaniels offense right there. That is the Josh McDaniels offense. Josh, know, Josh McDaniels, this will be the last coach, head coaching job he's going to ever have. He didn't get fired after my guy Baker ran the score on him last season. I figured that would be the last game he coached. Dude, I'm telling you this right now. This has to be the last coaching job he gets. He cannot coach. <laughs> no, not at all. He like, has gotten like, opportunity after opportunity because he was down with Bill Belichick. Yes, sir. He's not good. I mean, a lot of me, a big part of me wants to believe that Derek Carr's failures were due to Josh McDaniels, but I think it's pretty 50-50 down the half. I think a lot of it is Derek Carr's just an average to okay quarterback, and the other half is Josh McDaniels doesn't know how to run an offense. And Jimmy G's a lot better than what he's (laughs) showing on Monday Night Football right now. But Jimmy G's not better than Derek Carr. No. Oh, man, who's hurt? That doesn't look very good. Yeah, man, Josh McDaniels was done. Oof. Hopefully, and, and, and look, as much as I love Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson, by the way, has never missed an NFL game. Yeah. Uh, and I wouldn't mind if he's able to play on Sunday. Yeah, because we watch to see Justin Jefferson play. We watch him to, to do well and hit the gritty. And it's in Chicago, right? It's in Chicago. Though. I was gonna say that's always a good. That's always a good invite. Those those are the big ones. Whenever Minnesota goes to Chicago, it's a good. It's a good game. But you know what else is in Chicago? Bad turf. Yes. So I don't know about that. I don't know if I'm trying to run out a less than a hundred percent Justin Jefferson with a bad hammy. Yeah. On bad turf in Chicago. I didn't even see his. I haven't even seen the injury yet. Is it non-contact or what was it? Um, yes. Okay. And he immediately was over there, you know, like hobbling around. Yeah, yeah. And nobody was really noticing it. And I said, I said to a couple people in the press box, I'm like, guys, he's limping to the sideline. And they're like, well, what, what? I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So it'll it be does, interesting. It does happen. A uh, close circuit to TJ Hawkinson. Step your game up, man. My gosh. You got paid. Now you're getting, oh, guy's making me mad. Anyway, that's going to wrap up the show. Thanks again to Thad Levine for being on. Jesse Pierce, Kerry Sutherland. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow night on Final Pitch. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.